Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Hapasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Are you ready for the Word of God? Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I do not think I will finish this whole sermon, so I will just teach whatever I can do. So that you can understand, my goal is that you will get the message home and put into practice. I don't want to just shuffle into your head with a lot of head knowledge, but you do nothing about it. Initially, I planned to preach one message, but the Lord told me to change the subject last minute on Friday. So I switched the sermon to another one last minute on this past Friday, and we want to talk about the. Lord is our shepherd. The Lord is our shepherd, and He wants to take care of His sheep. Psalm chapter twenty-three, the Bible says, "The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness." And his names for his name's sake, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you, our shepherd, are with me. Your rod and your staff they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely, goodness. And mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. As Christian, we need to understand that we are following and worshiping and serving God, who is our shepherd. We are His sheep. The Bible compares us to the sheep, and God is the shepherd. The sheep usually. Could not take care of themselves. They need somebody to guide, the rod to guide, to protect them from the wolves and the bad animals that want to come to kill them. The Lord is our shepherd, and He cares for us so much. Even the Bible called Jesus in First Peter chapter five verse four, when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory. That does not fade away. The Bible calls our Lord Jesus the Chief Shepherd. The main shepherd of each local church is not the man. The head of the church is not any woman or man in the church. The Chief Shepherd of each local church is the Lord Jesus Christ. You are His sheep, and He cares for you. In Isaiah chapter forty, verse eleven, He. Mean the shepherd God will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs with his arm and carry them into his bosom, and gently lead those who are with young. The Lord wants to feed you. That's why He put you in the local church. If you notice, when King David talk about the good shepherd in Psalm chapter twenty-three, at the end. Of what he described, the good shepherd, 
He feed me. He put me lay down on the green pasture. He lead me by still waters. All these things. He give me goodness and mercy to take care of me. The angels called goodness and mercy follow us around everywhere. And then at the end, King David say, "I will dwell in the house of the Lord." How can you be taken care by the good shepherd if you are not in the flock? If you wander around out there by yourself, you are not in the flock. You are not in the local church. You will not be fed. You will not be taken care. You will not be protected. So, King David tried to give us a clue that if we want the good shepherd, God, to take care of you, to feed you, to protect you, to help you. To take care of you, you need to be in a local church. I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever, because that's where God, the Shepherd, take care of His people. We cannot be wandering around out there and without being in or committing to a local church. He want to feed us, but because God is a spirit, God the Father is in heaven. Jesus. With a new glorious body, he is sitting on the right hand of the Father. How he take care of us on earth here? He sent his Holy Spirit as the helper, as the comforter, and the Holy Spirit anoints people or gives supernatural ability to certain people to be his representative to take care of the sheep on his behalf. So the heart of the Father, the heart of the Shepherd in heaven, He really wants to take care of every single one in the church. He wants to take care. He wants to make sure every sheep, every child of God is taken care of. And the way He does is to anoint, appoint, grace some people to have a supernatural ability to take care of us. Amen. You need to understand that. When we come to know Christ as a believer, at the beginning we were baby Christians. We were young in the Lord, and while we are still young, somebody take care of us. They are the representative from God, shepherd on earth here, looking after us, teach us. I remember before I started this church in 1987, before the church was started in 1988, I was a neurosurgery resident at University of Washington. I was on call, 29 to 30 days a month, and I was off only one day on Sunday a month. So it was very tough training. Neurosurgery training is one of the most difficult training in the whole medical system, because they don't accept a lot of resident. So you have to work very hard day and night in my generation. And I remember at that time I was only resident year number two or three, and every single night in. Around October of 1987, God showed up in my bedroom, and He spoke to me, "Son," He called me my nickname. My nickname is Mum, which means chubby. I'm very chubby. Jam Mum means chubby, baby boy chubby. So He called me chubby, Mum. Could you please take care of my people in this city that a lot of people are not taking care of right now? Can you take care of them for me? At that time, I did not understand the word shepherd. I did not understand about all this thing, so I just say no. I'm too busy. But one month later, after hearing that voice every single night in my bedroom around 11:30 or midnight, 
after one month I say yes Lord but I say yes kind of a little bit like being forced to do it and only in two months the church started because the Lord really wants to take care of His people in this city each church is designed for a certain group of people our church is not for everyone in this city I know that only certain people will fit with this church but This is the house where God appoints and calls a man to shepherd his flock, his people. So when we were baby Christians, the Lord worked in us by sending shepherd to take care of us. I remember when I was a young believer in Thailand, God sent American missionaries. His their name is Dan and Fan Cobb. They were missionary from Southern Baptist. And in that city, I was a brand new believer. This couple were shepherding me, were mentoring me and teaching me the Bible. They would meet me every week, teaching me the Bible, drive me around, show me how to serve God. I was shepherded or mentored or trained by this couple, American missionary. I thank God for the Southern Baptist Denomination that sent missionary to Thailand to train a man like me who just accepted Jesus Christ. But we should not stay baby forever. We should one day grow up. It's like I raised Tanida, and Tanida was baby many years ago, but eventually she need to grow up and have her own family. We were dad and mom to Tanida many years ago, but now she is a grown up woman. And she can take care of her own baby. The same thing with Christians. You should not stay baby forever. And I don't want you to be baby forever in the church. I want you to one day grow up to the point that God will anoint you to look after His own house. Amen. You need to look after the younger brother in the house, the younger sister in the house, or the newborn baby in the house. We need to look after one another as the shepherd of God. God still use you to be His eyes to shepherd people or to love people. He still use your hand to lay hand and pray for people. He still use your mouth to pray for the sheep of God. I pray that all of you in this room, very soon and very soon, one day, you will grow up enough in order to be able to look after God's people. For him, again, the main shepherd is God, but God loves the sheep, and God wants to use us to be His hand, His mouth, His eyes to look after people. When I look at the Bible, I don't believe in the system of having a church, and then one day the pastor get a better job, bigger pay. In another city, because bigger church now, for example, get forty thousand a year. That church is bigger. I'm gonna pursue hundred thousand dollars salary. So I leave this church to get another salary, and then leave the flock alone and die. I don't believe in that. I believe the church is a family, and God appoints somebody to be shepherd. The shepherd gonna stay with the rod and protect the sheep until he dies. He gonna be there for the sheep unless God called him. Or train somebody else to raise up to look after that flock. When you look in the Bible, I don't believe that our church, according to the Bible, for example, if one day something happened to me and I will go to be with the Lord and live in heaven, 
I passed away. I don't believe that we should look for a hired man from a Bible school. Try to look after the sheep here. You know why? Because he's going to come in as a hired man, looking for salary, and do the job, but he doesn't care about you. I rather train people inside my family, like I train Tanida, Paul, and Joy to rise up and grow up enough to be able to look after his or her own family, and that is safe because he and she, Paul, gonna like he gonna dedicate for his own family. Tanida gonna dedicate for her own family. It's impossible for Tanida and Brendan to hire some person from a school to come and look after Josiah and Nora. They need to look after their own children. The same thing, the biblical model. If you look in the Book of Acts, in the biblical model, we don't see Paul tell the church in Ephesus that, "Oh, church, you go look for the Bible school student who graduate right now and get in to be your." Pastor, no. Paul trained his own people, and then a few years later, he went back to appoint them to be the pastor or overseer of the church. And that is the model we are using in our church here: the model of the Bible, not the way of the world. The Bible way is the shepherd is appointed by God. The shepherd is having the shepherd heart and look after God's people. In the house because of love, Amen. Acts chapter 20 verse 28. I'm going to read many scripture to show you. Therefore, take heed. God was speaking to Paul to the leadership of the shepherd in the church. Therefore, take heed to yourself and to all the flock. The flock means the church, the local church, among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Who make me overseers? Who make Pastor Tyson overseers? Who make Pastor Arash overseer or Pastor Caesar? Not man, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit anoints somebody, supernatural ability, to be able to shepherd the flock of God. Amen. This is supernatural. It's not about Bible school. It's not about going to school to learn how to be a shepherd. You cannot learn to be a shepherd by school. You are anointed by God, and it's all supernatural. Because the church is a supernatural place. This is not a business place. This is not an organization. This is not a place of like a business making money and do a lot of stuff. This is a family of God, and it's a supernatural spiritual family of God. And people who are gonna take care of God's people have to be supernatural, anointed by God. That's why the Bible says you overseer to shepherd the church of God, which He purchased with His own blood. Do you know that you are so valuable in the eyes of God? Your value is equal to the blood of the Son of the Living God. Therefore, the shepherd who understands the heart of God would treat members very gently. We cannot abuse people in the church because people in the church are in the eyes of God. When God looks from heaven down, each sheep. Is so valuable because God sent Jesus to die for them, and they are so precious and important in the eyes of God. And if the man has the anointing of the Holy Spirit from the Spirit of the Living God, not that I'm here because you hire me, I'm not here because it's just my position. Yeah, I have to do the job. This is my job. No, no, I'm not here to do the job. 
I'm here because I have the heart of the shepherd, and I care for people, and I look at each one of you, very precious, very valuable. I'm gonna treat you with respect, with love, whatever the best for your life, because you are not my sheep. You are God's sheep, and God loved you so much. So I need to treat you the way God will treat you. Amen. That's what the Bible tried to say. First Peter chapter five verse two: Shepherd the flock of God, which is among you, serving as overseers, not by compulsion but willingly, not for dishonest gain but eagerly. Peter wrote that the shepherd should serve the members with a pure heart, for the benefit of the members, for the growth, for the well-being of the members. That is the real shepherd, amen. The Bible says clearly that God is a shepherd, and God looks after His people. But the way God looks after people is to appoint somebody to be the shepherd in the local church. So each local church there will be a main shepherd, the senior pastor, and the senior pastor will look after the church with the love of God. But because the senior pastor has only 24 hours a day, seven days a week, two hands, two feet, had to sleep, had to rest, he has limited time and energy. He's not God. So, according to the principle of the Bible, the main pastor will appoint and choose by the leading of the Holy Spirit some spiritual people. Faithful people, honest people, mature people, to be representative, to look after different groups of people in the church, single group, campus group, adult group, whatever. Each group should have a shepherd looking after them. In Exodus chapter 18, verse 25, and Moses chose able men out of all Israel, and make them heads over the people. Rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, and rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. So some people may take care of hundred people. Some people take care of fifty people. But in the local church, as the church grow, the pastor cannot meet everyone anymore. The pastor cannot call everyone anymore. So what does he do? He will appoint somebody by the leading of the Holy Spirit, by the appointment of God. In other words, as a pastor of the church, I need to have a spiritual eyes and listen to the Holy Spirit, who God anoints and appoints to look after these people. We don't play politics in the church. We don't appoint people because they look handsome, because they're rich, they drive Mercedes, because they have a big house, because they have a Bible school diploma. I never look at those things. I will listen to the Holy Spirit. Look at the anointing in people's life. Look at their gifting, and really hook up with God and say, "God, is this the man that you anoint? Is he have a right heart? Does he love your sheep? Does he really care and really wants to take care of God's people or not? Because this is not a job. This is not a hired thing. It's not like a salary. Yeah, hire me so I can take care of people and give me twenty bucks an hour. It's not about hiring." Is the spirit, the spirit inside, 
the Holy Spirit is working on the inside on in that man and woman to look after God's people with love and concern and sincerity and faithfulness. So our church use this biblical principle that we appoint people according to the anointing and the calling of God upon their life, and these people must be faithful, proven already that. He is faithful to the church. I love people, not here just for position and money, or for their own face. I want to have reputation in the church. Vote for me. Vote for me. We don't do voting system in the church, because voting system is not of God. Voting system is of the world. In the church, God is the king, and He tells us what to do. We go by what God say. We don't go by voting. If in my house I do the voting, I have three children, and Da and I. Together and we vote. Should we eat steak or we should eat ice cream? I can guarantee we will lose because they're gonna say eat ice cream for dinner. We cannot vote. The leader has to lead the church. The leader need to listen to the voice of God and see what God say. Amen. So that is the way of God in the Bible. That God will appoint somebody and God will use the man to pick up somebody in the church to look after people. Why does the Bible say that we need the shepherd in the church? Why do we need good shepherd? Because sheep need a shepherd. In Numbers chapter 27, verses 15 to 17, Numbers 27:15 to 17, then Moses spoke to the Lord, saying, "Let the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, set a man over a congregation." You see, the Bible say. God want to set a man, or can be a woman, over a congreg- the congregation who may go out before them and go in before them and may lead them out and bring them in, that the congregation of the Lord may not be like the sheep which have no shepherd. God say clearly that God doesn't want His people, His sheep, His children, to wander around, get lost. Doing wrong things, no one warn them, no one teach them, no one correct them, no one protect them. And Satan, the Bible says, Satan is like a lion, roaring lion. They are ready. Demons who work for Satan, Satan like a killing animal. He is ready to kill you, to bite you, and he has his cohorts, demons, to destroy Christians. Can Christian be deceived? Can Christian? Be destroyed, yes, if you are not careful. That's why God appoint a shepherd to look after, to protect. Actually, I'm doing right now. I'm protecting you by teaching you the truth. One of the way to protect the sheep of God is to present the truth without compromise. The way that the devil destroy the member in the church is to bring lies and deception. So, in order to protect you from receiving the lie, you should know the truth first. When you know the truth. Then when the lie comes in, you say, "Ah, uh, 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 get out of here! This is a lie, because my shepherd already told me the truth." Is that right? So we need to be careful. We need to receive the truth from the church without compromise, and the devil cannot do anything to us. The Bible say clearly that God is very concerned if the sheep has no shepherd. In fact, if you listen to this scripture. Every Christian, one day, this is what I believe. One day, when you stand before Jesus, if Jesus show up in your bedroom right now, all of you should be able to tell who is your pastor. I'm serious. 
if Jesus comes to your bedroom and who is your pastor? I don't know. I just shop from church to church. I just travel to church to church. I don't care. I, mean, I don't have a pastor. Who? God would say you are in dangerous zone because you need a shepherd. You need somebody to be able to correct you, pray for you, teach you, protect you. Every Christian should know who is his spiritual father or pastor. Every Christian should have a shepherd. Amen. I have my shepherd too. People who can correct me. One of them is Pastor Da. Without the shepherd, I'm preaching here, but she's preaching at home. It's her turn at home. We take turn to be shepherd. Okay. <laughs> Zechariah chapter 10 verse 2. For the idols speak delusion. I mean, the devil speak delusion, lies, and deception. The diviners envision lies and tell false dreams. They comfort in vain. Therefore, the people went their way like sheep. They, listen carefully, they are in trouble because there is no shepherd. God's people will be in trouble because they have no shepherd. I'm not talking about false shepherd. I'm talking about the real shepherd of God. I'm not talking about a hired man who come to church for a salary, for a job, because he need a job, pay me salary. I don't talk about that. I talk about people, the leadership who really anointed by God and really have a care and concern from that local church. He would die for the church. Amen? If persecution come, if tribulation come, and somebody come into this church to kill you, I'm going to stand in the front and die first, not you. Because I had to protect the sheep. I'm not going to run away and say, bye-bye, you die first. Bye-bye, sorry. You go ahead and die, have something to do. No, the shepherd has to be there. The shepherd needs to be there. No matter what, no if and no but. You need to protect your sheep. Amen? That's a real shepherd. Ezekiel chapter 34 verses 4 to 6. Talk about the shepherd of God. God was talking about the right shepherd and the wrong shepherd. And this scripture talks about wrong shepherd. In other words, God tried to warn us that there is false shepherd. The shepherd that come to church for money, for position, for power, for reputation. I give you example. If I choose between your well-being and my reputation to have a big church, I choose your well-being. That's why I don't compromise laying on of hand and move in the fire of God. A lot of people think that I'm a crazy pastor. Lay hand on people and people get touched by God in front of public. Rather have a seeker-sensitive service so people can come and relax, find a boyfriend, find a girlfriend, find a job, and the church keep growing and growing. Not for me. Because my primary responsibility as a shepherd is your well-being. This is a family. If the guests join, thank God. But if they don't want to join here, I'm sorry. My primary responsibility is your well-being, not to please the guests. Amen? The church is a family. Amen? Don't take me wrong. I do evangelism. And thank God last Friday on the revival service, one brother accepted Christ because he saw the power of God. Amen? So we still evangelize. We get people saved all the time. But the church is a place for protection of the membership. Amen? 
Ezekiel 34:4 to 6 the Bible say God is rebuking is correcting the false shepherd the weak you mean the false shepherd have not strengthened nor have you healed those who were sick nor bound up the broken nor brought back what was driven away nor sought what was lost but with force and cruelty you have ruled them so they were scattered because there was no real shepherd. When he said no shepherd, meant real shepherd. And they became food for all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. My sheep wandered through all the mountains on every high hill. Yes, my flock was scattered over the whole face of the earth. And no one was seeking or searching for them. Wow, God. When you read this scripture, you can feel the heart of God. God is expressing his heart. He was very upset with this hired pastor, hired man that come to churches to rule over people and abuse people and do things to get his own reputation and money. But he doesn't care about well-being of the sheep. He was so upset. God was so upset. And he said that my people are scattered because they don't have a good shepherd. I remember when I first came to the U.S. in 1985, in the hospital, the nurses and doctors talk bad about the church because there are a few ministers who cheat money and commit adultery and went to jail in that generation. I was so sad when I heard that. And a lot of people left the church and a lot of people even left their faith because they see this shepherd cheat money, commit adultery, and do a lot of stuff in the body of Christ. And that hurt the sheep so much. When I heard all these doctors and nurses at Harborview Hospital talking about this, my heart was so broken. I was so new in the country at that time. I was a, you know, a Christian from another land. I, I, I'm not an American Christian here. So to me, it's really despising God that the leadership of the body of Christ was doing that way. And I say to God, God, I promise you, if I served you as a shepherd, I will not do something like that. I will take care of your sheep. I will make sure that your sheep will not be scattered. I will take care of them very well. I really make a commitment to God. They will be taken care of very well. I will die to myself. I will not do anything, corruption, money, commit adultery, do all kind of those things because it hurt God's sheep. If the leadership doing bad stuff, the sheep all suffer. Is that right? So that's why if you are not in our church, you move to another city, look for a church. The first thing you need to look at, not the nice carpet, not the nice building, not the nice music team, nice Sunday school. Oh, they have good Sunday school. No. You look to a man who is a shepherd first. What kind of person he is? Is he for money? Is he for the sheep? You look for the head of that church first because the rest will come. I'm trying to teach this so that you understand the concept in the Bible about the local church, how we work together. Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15. This is what the Lord speaks to the church. And I will give you shepherds according to my heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. God wants every Christian to be in a good local church with a good pastor who have the heart of God inside him. 
and that church will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Amen. So I'm gonna stop here because of the time, but I will continue next Sunday about shepherd. But today is an introduction for you to understand about church life, about your life, how God relate to you. I want to make a conclusion. God loves you so much. He cares for you. He wants to make you lie down in green pasture. He wants to lead you to the still water. He wants to restore your soul. He wants to prepare a table before you, before the presence of your enemy. He wants to anoint you with oil. He wants you to have a running over life. Lots of blessing. Lots of anointing. Lots of good things. The cup runs over m e a n He keeps pouring, pouring, pouring until all the blessing run over you. Just so much blessing upon you. The shepherd, the chief shepherd, want to bless you, want to take care of you. Definitely, he will take care of you directly too by the Holy Spirit. But at the same time, he used men and women to be his shepherd in the local church to look after you. Therefore, it's so important. To be in the right church, to have the right pastor. If I'm wrong, you can leave this church. You don't need to be here, or you can come and correct me. I will repent. But it's important to have the good pastor, good leadership, so that you can be fed, so that you'll be taken care of, and every Christian should be in the local church, and should have a shepherd upon his or her soul. Amen. And definitely, the good shepherd will not just keep you baby forever. The good shepherd will raise you up until one day you can be on your own feet, and you begin to shepherd other people as well. There are different level of shepherd. The shepherd like me, who is a pastor, or maybe you just like come in as a member, but you look after other people. There is one sister in this room. I don't want to mention the name. Pastor Dan, I know very well. One lady in this room, she always visit people. She has no title in this church. Visit people, call people up, take Pastor Da to visit somebody, feed somebody. I know this lady has a heart of a shepherd. She really care. It's not about title. It's not about position. It's not about oh, I need to have a title, apostle, prophet. You don't need the title. You need to have the heart. And if you don't have the right heart. You do it anyway, no matter you get paid or not, no matter you get the title or not. You know why? Because the heart of the good shepherd, the spirit of God, in you, and you care for people, love people, pray for people, visit people, and I want all of you to grow up to the point that instead of looking for people to look after you, thank God you still have your pastor. But you're gonna say, Pastor, you don't need to spend time with me a lot anymore. I'm gonna rise up and go look after other young sheep in the church myself. I will take care of them for you. Don't worry. Yes, if I have problem, I can run to you, Pastor. But you don't need to call me every single day anymore. I'm gonna look after other people. Amen. And that should be the life of the local church. Next generation, rise up, looking after other people. Next generation, rise up, looking after. New people come in in the local church. That's why Jesus say, "Go and make disciples." You know who are disciple? Disciple are parents who look after the young baby in the church. 
those who are strong enough, stable enough, faithful enough to look after younger people. Amen. Everyone says with me, God is my shepherd. Jesus is the chief shepherd of the flock. I am in the flock, and He is my shepherd. God, help me to grow, that I can be a shepherd. I can take care of people. I don't want to be babies forever. I want to grow up to look after people. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to say one last thing before I pray for people. In the past, more than 30 years now, we have been a pastor for almost 25, 26 years. I learned one lesson about serving people, looking after people. When I and Pastor Da and some of you here look after other people on behalf of God, you need to understand, God looked down, I want to take care of these people. Can you do it for me? And I said, yes, I do it for you. So I look after them for God. As I spend money and time to look after these people, God takes care of my business. It's a supernatural thing. You take care of His people, He takes care of your business. So that you don't have to run around, try to build your own business too much. He will build your own business. He will take care of your finances, take care of your health. You notice that Aunt Pastor Da rarely gets sick. You know why? I need to live my life to the point that God cannot go without me. When I get on the airplane, I'm never afraid of airplane crash. I never get worried about airplane going to go down because I know it will not go down. Why? He still need me. This church still need me. Thailand still need me. Amen. LA still need me. I'm going to live the life like, I will take care of your people and you still need me. I'm going to live to at least 120 years old. Amen. And not only that, because I run around looking after God cheap, I have to pay. I have to pull out my credit card to pay for the cheap. He said, okay, I fill up your bank account for you. I fill it up so you can pay for my cheap. You look after my cheap, I give you money to look after my sheep. That is the principle. <laughs> Amen? Amen. Look after God's people. Amen? Grow up. This morning, if you are not born again Christians, you are not a Christian yet, I'd like to encourage you to accept Jesus Christ into your heart. There's nothing better in this whole universe than to be a child of God. Money cannot help you. Reputation cannot help you. Education. All these things cannot give you fulfillment of life. Only God can give you fulfillment and abundant life. If you are not sure that you are born again, I'd like to encourage you to pray with me. Ask Jesus to come into your life. Start to walk with God. Amen? Follow Jesus. The Lord loved you so much. He wants to be your shepherd. But you need to say yes to Him. He will not force you. How many people want to be the chief of God? Raise your hand up. How many people want God to take care of you? Raise your hand up. Why don't you pray with me? Father in heaven, I give my life to you. I repent of my sin. Turn away from my wrong ways. 
and I want to follow you. I am your sheep. You are my shepherd. I am your child. You are my father. Thank you, Lord, that you love me so much that you sent your Son Jesus Christ to die on the cross to pay for my sins. From today on, Lord Jesus, live in my life. Sit on the throne of my life. Jesus, you are my King, my Lord, and my Savior. You were raised from the dead on the third day. Give me a new heart, new spirit. Guide me, teach me, protect me. Show me the way. Give me abundant life. From today on, you are my shepherd. I follow you all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And one day, I will live for eternity with you in heaven. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. How many people want to be used by God to shepherd other people? Look after younger believers. How many people want God to anoint you? you? The Bible say, to be shepherd, you need anointing. You need the Holy Spirit to anoint you, to have the right heart, to have the supernatural ability to love people, to teach people, to minister to people. It's all supernatural. Amen. You want that? If you want to be those people, come out here. I will impart the Spirit of God upon you and lay hand on you. And after that, we have lunch together. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, you are my shepherd, and I shall not be in want. You make me lie down. In pastures of grief, you lead me gently beside quiet waters. Oh you restore my sight and fill you your people with your Holy Spirit soul. through the impartation. Of the laying on of hands, Lord, yes, Lord. May the Spirit of God fall this morning. Raise up many shepherds in the house of God. Set the captive free. Give them a new heart, Lord. That they will never be the same. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Open your heart and receive. God change me by your Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, impartation, impartation of the Spirit of the Living God. You are my shepherd. Impartation of the Spirit of the Living God. I shall not be in want. You make me lie down. Spirit of the living God, fill. Never be the same. New heart, new spirit. The spirit of the living God, fill. And you restore my soul, Lord. You. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Fire! Bill! <laughs> We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. To them all gathered in your name, I lift to you this new praise song. All the wrongs I have ever done have been washed away by your 